Don't even move. <laughs> Everybody freeze. Freeze. You know who's doing well? Who? Easy E. The guy that played Easy E. I don't e think he's doing that well. In the movie. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Water Cooler 2.0. 2.0. There he is. Yeah. Who's that guy? Yeah. I'm on my Jeezy, my young Jeezy swag today. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I say it every week, and I'll continue to say it. Thank you. If you've been listening, thank you. If you've been texting, thank you. Text. If you disagree with me, thank you. Appreciate you. It's all good. Tell a friend. If you're digging us, tell a friend. I'll say it every every episode too. Um, anyways, topics for the day. First, you know, I read this and I wasn't really shocked, but um, I could, I guess What'd the you read headline about? is why people could could be shocked by it. But um, that what I heard is that the prison debate team mm-hmm. defeated the Harvard debate team that's what i'm talking about the streets and it's a it's the hard knocks man <laughs> yeah uh the school of hard knocks has come through defeated tell you the wrong. ivy league yeah. in debate now mm. um i'm sure if i were a uh, faculty member or the coach of the debate team at You'd harvard i would say that we took it easy on them man, i would nah, say were, that we didn't practice mm-hmm. they're worried about I getting shame that yeah we were intimidated <laughs> yeah. what i wouldn't say is that they're good yeah no um, man. but the the reality is you know and i've been listening to, to a couple podcasts recently um one of which being I, you, everyone on the earth, everyone who's heard a podcast in their life has heard of Serial, the podcast Serial. Serial? Serial yeah. or Mark Marin? Well, Mark Marin, too. One of the Serial two. was like, you know, yeah. lay people. Wait a second. Serial got me thrown off, man. They always just talk about that. The, uh, the, it's one the, case. The kid. But it was one. Serial is on a season basis. So the first season. season I've only seen one story there's on only one. There's only one season. Man. And it's 15 episodes, just like any other show. It's dope. No, I'm not going to lie. It's, but, it's dope. But yeah, of course. Shout time out for to season two and three. Damn. I know. Shit. I don't know. Pick they, another and story. They got, and they got plenty of money from, from, from all that. They People did. donated huh? and everything. They yes, like, we good. <laughs> to do a season two. It's just, I don't know what they're doing. But Anyhow, all that was to say that they have kind of a backup podcast to that that's like more in depth. If you didn't, if this, if the story was cool, but you want to get into the legal facts about nitty gritty kid Adnan and like his yeah. actual case, which is kind of nerdy, too legal. Yeah. It's called Undisclosed. Um, I mean, feel free. Is to, it good too? It's a little technical. Ah, it's a little okay. heavy, so it depends, and it's not by the same people. So, gotcha. Um, Different. It's vibe. by people from Adnan's family. Or yeah. whatever, but all that was to say is that Man, they were he did talk- it. <laughs> he did no, it. I'm not going to get into that. But they <laughs> they talk about why you know they had some interviews with prisoners, and they were saying that a lot of people who listen to Serial uh-huh. were shocked to hear how well spoken Adnan was. Yeah, and it was because they have this view of what prisoners are like. You mean a stereotype? 
Everybody in there with with a half braids and a half fro on one side. (laughs) (laughs) Little cigarettes and shit. They just presume all these people are animals and they don't have any... Thought. I mean, there's some animals in there. Let's not Clearly. let's not say everybody got a doctor in there. Clearly, I mean, I ain't been in there. I'm just I seen parts of the wire. I seen Prison Break, and you know, and and plus you see these documentaries. You see people in there with you see some lock issues. up, and you see. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the bottom line is that there are some crazy people, right? Yeah, but then there are some very smart people that are in jail. So we're weirdly surprised that you know a team, which is you know, prison has like a whole organization for everything that's yeah. why you have people like bernard hopkins who became this great boxer because they have a boxing crew yeah. who goes from like jail to jail boxing just out there and they're representing just a, for your institution they're just a people's champ you know what i mean out there <laughs> um boxing and they do that with a lot of things i'm sure there's a basketball team yeah. i'm sure there's a debate team clearly that's not so bad. what happened is these are the best of the best these aren't just joe schmo who signs up this isn't arts and crafts yeah these are people who have been you know who are very good and part of it is there are a lot of things tied to them doing well you know short of sense i don't think they ever gave anybody like any guarantees of a shorter sentence but if you have to behave to be on the team and you get into it you're you're in theory, really getting better. You're getting good behavior because you're getting days for not doing that. You get to be in better dorms. You can get more privileges, et cetera, Damn, the et cetera. The team got it good. So I'm just saying all that to say, like, you know, are we really shocked? No, man. Look, I want to know, I mean, how they went. I want to hear the debate, man. Did they go soft on <laughs> these they guys? Out there just giving them the stink eye while they're doing the, the debate and the prison not, team. Yeah, I mean, I'm not taking anything. I'm sure there's very well educated people that have been locked up yeah. that are locked up now. Yeah. Um, I think it's a. It sounds like an amazing outlet for somebody. I mean, if you're going to be locked up behind bars, yep. you might as well, you know, yep. put your mind to something. Yeah, that sounds dope. Um, and there's a question about prison education and whether um, does it count on the outside. A, well, that and whether that this is kind of a feather in the cap of the prison education system. I mean, shit, you, you got time to do. You're going to do hard time. Might as well wrap your brain around something. True. Uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably be in like w- woodcraft or something like that. <laughs> yeah. W- wood class. Making what? Build stuff. I don't know. Fences. <laughs> something. Um, bird, bird baths, bird, and bird, bird houses, bird, yeah, <laughs> straight up Shawshank Redemption style. Did you ever see that one? No, you never seen Shawshank Redemption? Yeah, come on, shame on me. Watch it. That's all I'm gonna say. Great movie. No, okay, so the debate team came in there and just ran it on them. Yep, dug them out. How do you think those Harvard kids must feel? Like, damn, I done paid 150 grand a semester. And just got out jousted by some regular old dude. Yeah, by my man in a Wu Tang T-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> with a some Wu Tang T-shirt, with a Wu Tang T-shirt, some swishes, or like just, just with no shirt on, just <laughs> just swole too. You know he's strong, buff as hell. Like he did fifty push-ups before the debate started. Yeah. Like I dare you to answer right, and I did some dips. You. Like he did some yeah. dips on the on the chair while he's listening. <laughs> How does that? How does that look for? Is that a bad look for Harvard? Harvard doesn't care. 
Man, they went soft on him. I'm telling you. I'm like, I'm not trying to take nothing away from the right. prisoners or anything. I don't like think Harvard cares. I mean, yeah. they got so much money in the bank, and they could, you know, basically be like, eh, whatever. We didn't we'll, try. We'll hard. take an L. We'll take an L. What do they care? It ain't a real L, but we'll take an L. They're winning in life. <laughs> Harvard is yeah. winning in life. You you graduate from Harvard, man. You're good to go. Are you? You could be probably you could probably graduate last at Harvard and become a millionaire easy. I met a young woman recently who is a Harvard graduate. Yeah. Met her at like one of my acting function networking things, right? And I, I don't was, know why that bugs me, by the way. We I'll let you finish, it, but it wasn't super cheesy. Trust me, you know I don't like that shit. From Harvard bugged me. That's what I'm, okay, thank you. I thought it was okay. a networking aspect. I was no. like, uh, it kind of bugged me too. No, uh, no, no, go no ahead, go, man. Go I th- I was so taken back because I'm over here, um, you know, we're kind of exchanging notes, we're getting to know each right. other. And she's like, Yeah, you know, I, I graduated from Harvard. This is what I study, but acting is what I want to do. Okay. And I was like, damn, that's crazy. And so, you know, we got into each other's stories and I was like, yeah, you know, I had a rough background. My teenage years were a little crazy. I stabbed a guy once. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, Not no. that severe, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <you> know? <laughs> no, but you know, I had my issues growing up and, yeah. and then, you know, it ain't the Harvard graduate story. No. But then I was able to, you know, oh, and then from there, you know, I was able to work on such and such television shows. I got my raps, you know, just give her the whole rap sheet. Right. And to me, I was so like screw all these acting credits i was like girl you graduated harvard right that's unbelievable like yeah. i just wanted to like smell her and like understand <laughs> what what that must you know, be like. like weirdly enough you know without getting too much into it there was a time when you know i had the opportunity to play basketball in the ivy leagues yeah and the big thing connected to that was like one i met a lot of other people who were from ivy leagues or whatever and I have this picture of what Ivy League kids, you know, must and be that's like. what's funny is that there is it real? It's much less really what you think. But what point of view did you get? Because you was in there with like Harvard's, like, man, we need some of the best basketball players in town. Get them, but they don't. Harvard doesn't have the best basketball team in the country. But wouldn't they import like, oh man, there's a kid in Compton who's hooping hard. Uh, his grades may not be that great, but bring no. him in. No. They don't care about they, that, huh? No. You have to get in to Harvard. Really? Yeah. So it's not like that. They don't give scholarships. They don't give Other schools do that, though, right? Like, Other we want Ivy some leagues? studs. Okay. Regular schools might yeah. been Yeah. Texas. Yeah. Cal Berkeley. But not Ivy League Like, schools. Texas, Cal Berkeley, Michigan. Those are very, very high-end academic schools yeah. that have the ability to take on much lower quality academic candidates for athletics gotcha okay Whereas i would assume harvard is like you need to get into harvard because you got your grades you right. got to have a minimum set of grades GPA, so that's S, uh you know your sat scores all that that's be, why they're not going in. to the sweet 16 yeah they'll get guys gotcha. they'll have a couple guys who can put their guys that can play. jeremy lynn is the perfect example he's he a harvard player yeah jeremy lynn yeah go ahead brother yeah Damn. lynn sanity he's from harvard and there's another kid, I'm blanking on his name, but he's from L.A. and played for a, an AU team out here. Romeo? <laughs> no, Lil Romeo? Romeo. <laughs> Master Lil P Romeo's a strength. USC guy, but that's a different animal. <laughs> he, um, but he rolled the bench. Yeah, right. For, Did he for play? a hot minute. Did he yeah. get minutes? I don't know. I don't know if he got minutes. He played. Gotcha. But I'm not sure how, you know, 
Could he hoop? Yeah, he can play. I mean, is he Pac-12 good? I have no idea. That's up for debate. Very much so. I wonder if that came up at the Harvard debate. (laughs) Can little Romeo play? Ding! Yeah. What are the prisoners like? Ready, go. And the prisoners like, listen, listen. listen." I see them in the yard. Nah. (laughs) But um, yeah, Harvard, you know, Ivy Leagues, it's really about getting in. There's like, it's kind of on the top end, on the front end, it's very hard to get into. Once you're in there, it's not bad at all. I picture like... Everybody in like turtlenecks with a big H on their sweater and shit. You know, it's a it's some Dockers. I bet Harvard lo- loves the fact that you think that. That's the brand. It, that's to how me. they. That's that's their brand. Their branding is that way. I picture that number one sport is like row rowing, like crew, <laughs> crew. There we go, <laughs> crew. We'll be up in early in the morning. Stroke. That's you stroke. know what it was. It was it stroke. was how high that painted that picture. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> yes. Remember that movie? Method Red yeah. and Meth. Yeah. That was, that was a great, great film. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was just all recently. I just when, saw that. When they would clown, remember the main white yeah. dude who was like the, the captain of the road <laughs> he team? He was like, get him. <laughs> that was that. Oh, I love that movie. Get him. Damn. But yeah, I'm, I'm, anyways, all that is to say, there are obviously some great candidates at Harvard, but more or less, the debate team is probably like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're good. They put in the second I mean, string look, debate team. Harvard could lose to a junior college. It don't matter. It's yeah. not like Harvard's going to be like, uh, I mean, it's a little Shit, stain. We done fallen off this yeah, year. Like, yeah, like Harvard's <laughs> going to be like, damn, we might get kicked out the Ivy League for this. Like, no. <laughs> they get the Ivy League letter in they're the mail good. the next they're, day. They're fine. Y'all they're lost not tripping it. at all. <laughs> <laughs> now, to kind of keep going with the like student thing, I know you and I have talked about um, going soft. Oh man, you and, know how I feel about yeah. softness. Yeah, exactly. See, there you, you said it perfect. So we've, um, as a society, have gone a little bit soft. soft. My humble opinion. And there's a there was an article in Psychology Today, and it was about the the fact that these college counselors are upset that. These athletes, I mean, not athletes, I'm sorry. These students are much softer today than they ever were. They're just not resilient. Give me an example. Give me an example. A perfect example is um, one of the things they cited was that the guy, like a gal, was struggling with, um, you know, coping with the fact that her roommate called her a bitch. What? In her dorm. So she needed Was that the first time she got called a bitch? Like, I don't know. Shit. It we're just it's just being so coddled. I'm not saying it's a good thing to be get called no, a bitch or no, like but that, but you gotta be made of tougher stuff. I'll take that to the chin. Come back with something. We're just so wait, she, off. She, you're telling me she got called a B a bitch by her roommate and then went mm-hmm. on and snitched? <laughs> well, I don't know if she snitched. She but snitched. She, she went to the counselor. She's snitching. She, <laughs> she about to get her ass whooped. Wait till she get back to that door. What school is she her, going to? Yeah, right? She just in her she went to the counselor's office just boohooing in tears. Yeah. Because nah. your roommate said a mean word to you. Let her have been in school in the IE. She would have gotten her ass whooped <laughs> on the way back. <laughs> don't get me started on the IE now. You talking my language. But I, I mean, it it I guess. You know, one of the big blames they have were helicopter parents. Do you know what a, helicopter parents? I like that term. Like I got all kinds of ideas what that might mean. Kind of hovering around your kid. Yeah, that all makes the sense. Like, yeah, you know, 
it, modern days, it'd probably be like, uh, what you call it? A drone parent, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to evolve. A man drone parent. Man, it's but, drone parent in this hood. <laughs> and, well, they're saying that that's hurting kids, their, their psyche, and they're not able to achieve. Because and, of the chopper parents? <laughs> because of the chopper parents. I like that. I like that. Chopper parents. But th- what they're saying is, like, as a kid, part of your um brain developing is spending time um on your own making mistakes yeah. figuring things out that makes sense learning oh, yeah. and growing from that and these parents aren't allowing their kids to do that so then when they get to college they're it's it's a harsher oh. reality because now they're grown yeah. They've kind of gotten set in their ways, and they solve of just being and being soft, and can't now take a hit. You can't give grades and et cetera, et cetera. Here's the problem, though. What's going to happen is they're going to just start giving easier grades, and then you know because little Jimmy can't deal with getting a C, he's going to be all distraught. Throw now a the tantrum. professors are going to start giving Bs to everybody, and now a B is going to be really not important. Or A's, and then it's going to be everybody gets an A. There's what if no the difference. grades? What if they don't get softer on the grades? Little Jimmy gonna come in there with a pistol because yeah. he's soft, and that's the problem. Is that they're worried about things like that? Is that people, you know, not being able to cope with the idea of failure? Where did that come from, though? Why did why did parents turn to chopper parents out of nowhere? Well, because a they thought the world was a more dangerous place. In, in in newer times and more modern days, yeah. I mean, growing up, you can be soft. The ass weapons my mama was handing out, there wasn't no room for softness. Oh, me neither. But but it, I think it's also because you have some parents who grew up a certain way, given yeah. kind of like they, they it may have been tough or whatever it was. They just didn't have a whole lot of like they learned the regular way. Yeah. But then you know. As we get exposed, there's more cable, there's more network TV, there's more everything. Yeah. So now I'm watching TV and I'm like, man, it's pedophiles out and behind every bush. Yep. Because now you're just bringing yourself like all there is is pedophiles and killers and kidnappers and you know school I'm, shootings okay uh let me put this tinfoil hat on real quick uh-oh <laughs> i got in trouble for calling it that before so i don't want any parts no. of it no it makes me think like if we are like you said it we're being exposed to all this sorts of media um it's like why i mean could that be something they want they want society to be a little softer maybe i mean I or, think it's an unintended consequence. I I like that. I I'll co-sign that one hundred percent. I think the point is to make money. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. So ultimately, if the the consequence that no one saw was, well, we show people like violence and and things like that, like stimulate the mind, like it makes your brain yeah work. And and we got so many platforms, but you now. start doing it so much that you become numb to it, or you become overly sensitive to it. And now we just got shorter attention spans. We need more to be able to get, like it all goes towards harming us. But the people who started it originally were just like, man, people are flocking. Yeah. When we had the, the, the news 
and it was you know the chase the police saving a ki- a kitten from a tree nobody want to see that we were losing ratings now yeah. we talk about you know i would say it started to really change with the oj thing the oj thing uh you know tv and video games and yeah, video, video games, games man i tell you what when i was when i was 12 i think i was still playing like mario you right. know super mario right my sister's 12 right now. She's playing GTA, Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas, shooting up the gas station, robbing cars, right. stealing choppers, shooting people. Like, I, I clown with her. I'm, I'm like, man, you need to put that down. You need to stop playing right. that. But, I mean, imagine how many kids are out there. I remember watching my brother play GTA when I was when we were younger. Right. And I was always like, man, that's that's kind of crazy to be playing that as a uh, so young. Right. And it, But imagine... You play um, violent games like that all your life. Yep. And then you see something violent on the news. It's like, oh, I just did that last. You're very desensitized to it. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And and I think that's what's caused this softness. It's like you're not out there living real life. You're not out there getting punched in the nose. No. You think that you just do it and it's on TV or you do it with your controller but when it happens you're not exposed to it you know and and so you're you're kind of just sitting inside have you ever seen this the movie wally you know what no Uh, they talk about that a little bit too about you know people started getting fat because they had robots doing stuff for them and it 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 kind of like those hoverboards yeah it made them softer because they're sitting in their chair and they're being being able to drink all their food for the day or whatever it's the same concept as it relates to being soft like you're you're taking away all the learning experiences all the dealing with people all of the physicality of just being out in the world people just being divided y- you know people don't even walk no more a, okay yeah how many of them hoverboards have you seen out there right they're everywhere somebody was telling me oh it's just a trend you know because my sister really I wants agree. one my sister wants one bad yeah, they're cool. Bad. And I'm like, it, I, when I was talking to my friend the other day, they were like, it's just the trend, man. It's going to come and go, just like everything else. Yeah, remember Razor scooters? Yeah. <laughs> you kidding me? Those are still hot. <laughs> still see people <laughs> they, people doing stunts on them now. I see them there on my block. I'm just saying, like, that was everybody had a Razor scooter. Yeah, yeah. Rollerblades came out. Everybody had rollerblades. Yeah. I mean... It wasn't good. Remember, they did the movie like Roller Games or Roller Boys or whatever with Corey Hain and Corey Feldman. I think I saw and that. And it was like these dudes just rolled around all day with rollerblades on. Like, <laughs> that's not. He's living life. <laughs> he just going into the grocery store with rollerblades <laughs> on. Just <laughs> real life. <laughs> it just doesn't go that way. But I mean, the rea- I mean, but it's it's a step in that direction yeah. of like, oh, you don't even have to walk around anymore. Yeah, man. You know, that's that's something else. We're getting it's like what's next. And it's hard. I don't want to sound like the old man on the yard, like, you know, talking about how my days were better. But yeah, I feel like I'm becoming like the last of the Mohicans, man. Like an endangered species. I'm one of the last way out, man. Yeah. It's a lot of change. The the softness is real. It's all the bullying online. You know what I'm saying? All the suicides from bullying online, too. 
that didn't exist. I mean, I'm not saying p- kids weren't killing themselves when I was, you know, I'm kids sure were it was bullied in, Kids were getting bullied in person. Exactly. And probably and you had to themselves. learn how to fist fight and throw a left hook. Either you learned that or you got bullied and you couldn't do anything about it. I mean, I'm sure there were kids who were like, their choice wasn't to pick up their fist and swing it at somebody. Yeah. I think at some point there were people who were bullied and they ended up committing suicide or something either, like either that. Either telling their mama, snitching, but it was never like, I mean, because look, the bullying stayed at school. Like say you were getting bullied. Right. You go home, you know, and you whatever. Unless they live in the neighborhood, that's a whole different story. But now yeah. with the social media, the bullying just started at school. Now you got the rest of the night to go deal with it. You know what yeah. I mean? I worry about my sister all the time when I think about that because I see how active they are on their Instagrams and stuff. And I can see how easily it would be for someone to just gang up on that one person. But it's like, how do you combat that other than saying, look, sometimes you have to unplug. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't the whole world. Tell that to a 12-year-old, though, man. Oh, yeah. Easier said than done. I know I'm, I'm preaching to the choir about this, but like... It's just I I get that it's 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 tough, and I don't know how to fix it because we're going that direction. There's so many parents. We've gone already. too deep, man. It's too like I all I could say is I have to hope that I wasn't raised that way. I have to hope that my kids aren't raised that way. So it's kind of like there's a generation. I'm trying to keep this old school way, yeah. at least as it relates to some things together, yeah. but. Anyways, that's an uphill battle. When technology just keeps doing its thing, we're just gonna get softer and softer. And you know what? Other countries, and I'll I'll, we'll switch topics after this. But other countries, they're not living this life. They aren't. Oh, I mean, there's tough. They're like these people are living regular lives, man. Out, I know. I know the Russian brothers are still knuckling up out there, going outside and playing. Yeah, and just dealing with like all the things connected to that. So why are we so and, different? And they're being stronger with their like their schooling and like they're yeah. teaching kids that yeah you can fail like work harder you know yeah you can get an A we're not just gonna give everyone a a B failing out here is bad nice. we don't want people to do well we don't want people to do poorly we'll just give everybody a B failing feels like you should be ashamed of yourself if you fail you know yeah when when failure should just be. Um, a a position to be able to be in to become better. Well, not just that. I mean, it's there's nothing bad about like having a failure. There's nothing. It's not the end of the world. It's a learning experience. Even if someone tells you it's negative, your job should be as a parent to say, "Yeah, it should be." Yeah. But I mean, like, like I don't. You were saying other countries are have a whole different view and a different lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if. It's somehow in our community, in our society here, it's been embedded that failure is like the worst. It's the worst thing possible. I tell you what, growing up, a F or a D was a serious grade A ass whooping. Yeah. And that to me was fair enough to get them grades up. You right. know what I'm saying? That was the motivator for me growing up, to be honest with you. And I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but yeah, it is what I it mean, was. We could dig into that. I guess people thought that was the. That's probably what caused a lot of it was the overboard of like. Hell yeah! It's not always a a paddling, you know, for for getting a D or an F. Later on down the road is when I realized like 
failure happens and it's just what you do from that point on that really is what reflects and how, matters yeah how you respond to the adversity absolutely you know? but um you know losing that series game seven in the finals come back next year strong why because you was in training camp and you worked a hard season come back win the championship interesting that you mentioned game seven I'm going to switch gears. That was me switching gears. <laughs> See, that was a transition Cha-cha. or an attempt. Um, this story is near and dear to my heart because I'm an ex-college basketball player, so I love hearing about this. <laughs> but, what happened? Okay. The University of Louisville. Great school. Yes. The Cardinals. Our guy, Rick Patino. Patino. Which is, you know. Legendary. Legendary coach. Um, well-known for Kentucky, well-known for Louisville. Hell, he just yeah. won a national championship not too long ago. Yeah. Um, Great suit game, by the so, way. Crazy suit game. Sharp. Sharp man. He gets paid a lot of money to be sharp, yeah, by the yeah. way. But um, there was a bit of a scandal with the Louisville basketball program. What? A sex so, tape? <laughs> close. Shut up. So here's the situation. Um. And some of this may be just something I know about just as a person who was involved in athletics. Some of this Uh-oh. maybe you don't know about. But I like Patino got a sex tape? No. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> Out there no. calling the plays and shit during the video. <laughs> I'll play it. Yeah. Thumbs up. Horns. <laughs> um, but <laughs> it made me. I had to stop funny. on it. That was funny. <laughs> go ahead. But what happened is when you go on a recruiting trip, uh-huh. It's not atypical for you to um come on campus best time of the year. You know, we're playing our first home game or a big home game. We'll be here playing. Um so we bring a recruit out. Okay. Crowd is jumping. We do the whole thing. And then you're also hanging out on the nightlife. Because the point is, you're, you're you're bringing a kid from high school, yeah. and being like, "This is going to be your life." Every you're trying to day. sell them. That's the you're point. Selling them. You sell hard them. sell. So, what's not atypical? And I went to a small school, so mm-hmm. we didn't have the same juice. But what you would try to do is get some ladies, hey. you know, to to. Show a little bit of love okay. to the new recruit. This reminds me of a movie I saw back in the day with Ray Allen. He got game. Yeah, Jesus Shuttlesworth. Yeah. So they had to live a little Sammy Sosa on uh, there. Ooh, you remember right. that? It's a great yeah, scene. I, I do. <laughs> great scene. Rick Fox hooked that out. Shout <laughs> yeah. out to Rick Fox. <laughs> what a good man. Um, but no, yeah, I mean that's on the extreme level, and that's on the highest level at schools. But on the lower level, it's just uh, you find a girl who's um, pretty or you know friendly to kind of go out and give up some gang. games not not always okay i don't okay, think everybody bad, has bad. that kind of <laughs> put together for the kill. but you you know if you're if you're a coach you're gonna go talk to a kid who's known for being the outgoing kid be like all right gotcha you're gonna take the recruit around yeah show them a good time i know you know some ladies who can you know sh- you know be friendly yeah Basically, you know, the jump offs. Yeah. You know, we're not saying for you to like, you know, make it happen, but just put them in. Put the yams on the table. Damn it. Put them in the right opportunity (laughs) to to, win, to make it happen. 
Gotcha. By just taking them to the cool party. This that, is where all the girls are. Blah, blah, blah. It's got to be easy, man. College. Not, not too tough. Yeah. But this situation at Louisville, oh, one shit. of the coaches on the coaching staff. First of all, one of the coaches on the coaching staff allegedly was setting up escorts oh, shit. for the recruits. <laughs> he was on Craigslist and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How this came out oh, was man. one of the escorts put out a tell-all book oh man where she outlines how and she's like 42 now and they outline how she was out doing shows and hanging out and you know being introduced and performing sex acts on players and recruits you know as part of and now she's snitching yeah i wrote a book about it and she claims that her daughter was Uh involved as well like the family business bringing her hell no he's out there out there sharing the same the business family card. business right Damn. You know, uh, uh, jump offs are us Woo. but they're and they claim that she received uh, like around ten thousand dollars she has ten, uh, ten, ten racks a night no no like ten thousand total oh and but it was like a lot it was like a like a hundred like situations or something. What? That, that she was being undersold like that? <laughs> yeah, she really nah. was cheating herself. But a hundred dollars a person, hundred dollars a night or a hundred dollars an event. But then again, I mean, if you're already a jump off, this is just side money. That's Sepulveda working ladies Yikes. fees right there, man. Wait, there's Sepulveda working ladies? Yeah, what are you talking about? I've never Sepulveda. seen these. Come down to Sherman Way, Sepulveda, over there by the big oh, lots. Yeah, over by the tra- I, I, I forgot. <laughs> I, ask for Ramirez. He'll give you all the rates. That's that trap house life, <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. I don't even venture down there. I'll have to Ex- walk my dog, man. I right. can't help it. I see all that shit. My boy over there, he out there saving money. Uh, he's like, ah, I, just got, I just got this little spot. I'm like, damn, it's shady over here. It's the trap house, baby. My, yeah. We call it the trap house, lovingly. And I'm the mayor. <laughs> yeah. But I go over there and I'm like, man, it is sketcherama over here. JK fit it right into with his Cadillac and his, <laughs> I, and his rims. I did, but I was worried it was going to come back on concrete blocks. But that's neither here nor there. So, oh, man. So this whole deal is, is, the, is that the, the scandal is that the coaching staff is involved with giving the money out. Damn. And so it's this they big deal. They got burned. Now, Patino is kind of denying it. And of course, Patino's a smart man. He coach, should deny it. The other coach who is someone who's from the IE, sadly, but. Um, <laughs> Represent. He's. <laughs> <laughs> but he's um, at a different school and now he's on administrative leave. Oh, shit. I got to lay low. Out, and it's like, man, what? why haven't we learned? These, these hoes ain't loyal. And, yep. They made a song about that. They just, I mean, why would you think that this is going to happen and there's no opportunity? Let's say, let's, let's say she's, um, loyal. Yeah. Let's say that you're just setting yourself up to be blackmailed. You're setting yourself up to be, um, you know, them coming up on your back and, and ruining your whole career. It's true. But think about all the wonderful Grade A athletes, they would have missed on if that woman didn't do her job. <laughs> Think about that. She's How credited many with that national championship from 2012. She, she got the PP, the platinum. P, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, 
what if she hadn't given it, it might have been a different outcome patino might not be the patino he is today if she didn't put the yams on the table you know that's hilarious <laughs> it's the truth number one <laughs> this shit is real and now that we think about it this is from 2010 to 2014 mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure he won a national championship <laughs> yeah, during saying. that time period <laughs> yeah he brought say she gave the box Wait. to the right guy set of guys my bad and they formed a team, a championship team that she <laughs> she conditioned during the offseason. Conditioned during the offseason. <laughs> and now they out here winning. Go ahead, Patino. Are you saying she Patino should get a ring? Are you saying she should get a ring? Yes, she's on the team. She kept that shit together <laughs> and healthy. This stamina was strong for that season. I'm telling you, man. They need to put her on the roster. Uh, Give her a coaching position. They they need a special shout out. She needs to get dragged out to the podium. Yeah. When they cut the nets, they need to let her go up on a ladder and cut the net down. (laughs) Look, she's the last one. She gets to cut the last net and wear the net. Like, yeah. That point where she looked back to the audience, too. (laughs) Hey. Like waving the the rest of the net. You know, be like, yeah, we did it. They have like a big old, you know, the big heads out in the audience. It's a her. It's what a her. And all and her daughter and all the people right. Oh my god. Hell no. Nah. It, but it's some wow. truth to that. That's why it's funny. There's it's, truth to that. Yeah. I hate look, to think them about kids that way, but it's probably the right set of yams that Patino set them up with. Because I'm sure they went to other oh, wait, schools. Wait, wait, wait. Before we say that, oh, let's not bad. say Patino Allegedly. set them up with. Patino was coach. denying all knowledge. Someone, let's say someone on the staff who was alleged yes. to have done Because this. how many other schools have done that? Hmm? Well, that's the, that's the real deal. It's Hell like, yeah. Let, but Patino got the all-star working girls Patino on his said, team F it look yeah we need to drop dough <laughs> yeah he said like in uh, those words too you know another coach at a smaller school is like man who's the local <laughs> if she gotta, has a couple of cocktails I gotta hit the dive bar tonight <laughs> do a scouting report of the you girl. pulling over your starting shooting guard like look Jimmy <laughs> we gonna make a stop today. I see you all the time without with a, with a bunch of different girls man <laughs> yeah I know you could take, you know, our new recruit out mm-hmm. and just introduce him to a couple, man. Give you him know, the get, Ray Allen treatment, drinks, man. man. See Give what him, happens. Be his Rick Fox. Come on. <laughs> Damn. Patino's just like, man, here go 10 racks, man. Make it happen. <laughs> Make it happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got Nothing but excellence do. over here, man. <laughs> With the best. Professionals on this best. So, I, I mean, man. it. It obviously, I've never, I didn't live that life because, I was looking at Ivy Leagues and other decent schools out there where they're they're offering that's not part shows. of their recruiting package. <laughs> yeah, you know. But I, I, look, I've heard stories. I'm not going to name any names, but trust me, I've heard some real stories. We'll about, wait for the tell-all book in the future. <laughs> I'm not writing the tell-all book, but it, it, you know, ain't no the snitching. Re- the real story about some dudes saying, "Look, man, I just came back from my recruiting trip, and it was, you know, crazy." yams you know so what's gonna happen to them man well the ncaa is investigating it because obviously you're spending money if you're spending money out of the program that's a big problem Mm. but Mm. um what if he said okay i did it but i paid for it out of pocket it's still too close to the school yeah because he was he was acting in his function as the coach and 
Gotcha. Bottom no, line, it, 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 it's news. easy. Yeah, guilty. Boom. If it's true. Bad Which, news. Damn, I can't believe these girls. This ain't the first time someone wrote a tell-all. What was it? What was her name in a rap game? Corinne Steffens. Superhead. Superhead. Mm-hmm. Superhead. Damn, she put everybody out. I didn't read the book or nothing like that. I did. But I've seen headlines. <laughs> Shut your ass up. You read the book? <laughs> I did. Now I Little told, Wayne's I in there. I mentioned this to my girl. I was like, yeah, you're a superhead, right? She was like, who? <laughs> I'm like, How you not know uh, what superhead is? I was like, now I'm mad. But she knows. I, I Look, I know a lot like about a little bit like i know like or you know i know little Superhead was a star back in like oh three era well yeah well the mm. reason why i knew i read the book number one let me just yeah. put it out there before i let the podcast in and let that float in the air i didn't go buy the book <laughs> now what i oh, did you got the electronic copy a, <laughs> what i did as a nerdy kid was go to the bookstore and yeah. sat in the bookstore and read the book you read it. Was it entertaining though? Because I mean, if you okay. read the full book, you gotta I mean, have some juicy. entertainment to it. It's juicy. Damn, she hooked up with all the big rap. Well, she mentioned names. artists, Jay Z, Usher. Yeah, she named names too. Yeah, how and much she got paid for that? I wonder. A grip, a mill. I don't know if she made a mill. Not even that ain't a grip. Shit, tax the taxes. She bought herself a house in South Carolina. That's about it. Something nice in South Carolina. Yeah. What the fuck are you going to do in South Carolina, though? Anyways. But damn. Yeah. So she hooked up with Wayne, Red mm-hmm. Man, Met mm-hmm. the Man, all well, those I don't guys. Know about Red and Meth. But, you know, there was one person who she didn't name. She claimed that that was her, you know, Mr. Big or something. She called him some weird name. Mr. Big. B- Big Papa or papa it was some title that she gave because she didn't want to put him out there Damn. it was like one person but then everybody found out who it was so oh where this is jay-z huh method man meth yeah damn she had respect for method man like from that. what i hear that's what i heard that it was method man m-e-t-h-o-d man yeah um yeah no it was yeah from what i understand jay-z she just named yeah yeah i went down on jay-z next page like, <laughs> On to the next. Yeah, I mean, she hooked up with like Ja Rule and where would I Irv be Gotti. without you? Yeah, when he was like, that's what ja we was talking about. Uh, that's where the name came from. Superhead was from Ja Rule, and them came up with the name. They gave it a name, Superhead. Yeah, I know why. Well, don't take no rocket science to figure that out. That's a simple name. I remember the first time I heard that name, I was like, "Damn, must be crazy." But it's like getting on a ride. Bananas. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, I don't know. Where, I, I don't know. I don't know anything yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, go ahead, Super. Yeah, get yours. So we have a last. We got a couple minutes. You said you want to talk about this. Okay, only because I I came across something that made me think a situation that's going out there in the world, and it made me question when, if ever, is it safe? To date, mess around, whatever you want to call it, with the homie, the uh, uh, acquaintance, the friend, Mm -mm. the whatever, ex-girlfriend, wife. Oh, shit, wife, even worse. When is it? Is it appropriate ever? You know what I'm saying? Right. What's the rule? Is it like a three-week rule? Six weeks? A year? How do you handle it? Like, personally, me? It's hands off, man. I could, 
I could never. You, you, you that was your girl. I could never date it. Wait, nah, wait, it's wait. Not, this nah. is anybody. No, no, anybody on earth. For that. No, hell no. I'm saying like, like, like my homie. You know, what I'm saying one of your close friends. Right. You dated that? I can't. I can't do it. And here's the thing. I don't know if it's the 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 Florida guy in me, the East Coast kid in me, or what. Right. But when I moved here, I have friends, you know, and they maybe they live in the same neighborhood and whatnot, and they dated for three years, and then break up, and then the friend starts dating them. Yeah. And they're in the same room when they're hanging out. That I'm sorry. Call me old school, but that's just a little weird to me still. I, I don't think maybe I haven't grown out of that mentality of right. being able to accept that. But like I can't be in the room looking at someone like, you know, you you, you on the ride I used to be on. You know what I'm saying? Like Ooh. I can't it's just uh, nah, I could I couldn't do it. That's yeah, not but, my style. I, I can't. Mean, for me, it's a case by case basis, number one. Yeah. You know, how close were you with this girl? Was it your girl? Like, was it your, like, you were in love, you guys broke up, and now, you no, know, okay. she's out on the streets. That, number one, there's so many fish in the sea. Why are you dealing with your first friends, of all, people? First of all, no. I've never, I've never had it happen to me. Right. You know, because, um, yeah, it, it's never happened to me that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, but I also have never even questioned dating someone i have a buddy um who's who had a great girlfriend puerto rican girl whatever but like i never even considered dating her or ever anything after they broke up why because that's the homie right that's it that's the bottom line and that's it like there needs, needs to be no other justification i don't need to work it now where i would question is like man like what if there's that soulmate feeling or something yeah. like that like Damn. Yeah. See, now that's where it would get a little what if, tricky. What if she was dating the wrong guy and that's this friend was the wrong guy? You're the right guy. Damn. See, ah, we'd have to bare knuckle fight it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what would happen. Wow. We'd have to bare knuckle fight it. Jean Claude Van Damme, it, wrap our hands, dip it in honey, and then in the glass. I know you saw Blood Sport. Of course I did. And we just. You know, this may the best man win. Final fight for the yams. <laughs> I can't deal with you right now. <laughs> Final fight for the yams. Yeah. Invite oh, all your boy. friends and family. Everybody's there. Afterwards, you get married. Wow. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. Wow. Have have the 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 guy on hand to yes. marry you right there. <laughs> right there, all bloody. Just right out. Yeah, you just I'm leaking. off for this shit. You're leaking. <laughs> You know, no, man, it's a good question. Getting um, serious, though. You know, first of all, have you ever done that? Let me just ask you from experience. No. Have you ever dated a friend's ex-girlfriend? No. Why? There's always other options, man. Thank you. Number one. Thank you. Um, obviously, what about, what about, doesn't have to be the homie, doesn't got to be your friend. What if it's an acquaintance, someone that you're, you know of? Of course. Man, maybe you might have had a beer with them because y'all have a mutual friend or something like that. But um Alone? A beer with them alone? No, no. You 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 guys were at the bar together because y'all have a mutual friend. Like an acquaintance, you know, you know how no, 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 are with you. Fair, fair game. Yeah. I call it fair game. Yeah. Would that be awkward to no. date that acquaintance's no. ex? No. I feel the same way. I don't way. know you like that, B. Exactly. <laughs> I love the way you said that and you posh it up too. Like, bitch, you don't see, even question this shit. I don't even shit. know you yeah. like that, B. Uh, 
I'm just saying it's it. Okay, like that's safer. Like, there's me. There, there's me and you. Like as in Renee and Jacave's friendship. Yeah. Like yeah. If you even for well, there I'll get even deeper. If there's a me and you situation. Yeah. First of all, I'm in a relationship, so this isn't an issue. But if it were like, then I have to have a real conversation with you because let's just say I'm almost hands off. Like, even if you just got the number at the club. Yep. Because you the homie. That's yeah, how like, it is. Yeah, man. It's other chicks out here, man. Yep. I'm not. I'm cool. But sometimes you just got to figure it out. Like, hey, man, listen, you you got the number. You called a couple of times. She wasn't talking about nothing. Like, you... Take a knee, get out the way. Yeah, like you cool with it? Yeah. But see, that's even tough because, you know, sometimes we don't keep it 100. You know, the only times I've said that to a dude who was like, you know, because I've had some people who've asked the question and it's usually related to somebody I like wasn't serious, serious about. Yeah. And I've always been like, yeah, man, you got it. Now, truthfully, um, like deep down, I probably don't really care. But there's some weird tinge about like stuff that you know yours. Like, well, that was kind of my territory. Be like, why yep. are you coming in my real estate? Yep. All what the is- other options out here on Earth, and you want to mess with mine? One of my old pieces. Work. Look, but if it's somebody, I don't know. but but okay. So we're talking about girlfriends, wives, whatever. We're talking about real relationships. What if it's just one of the one of the girls just around somebody you mess with? That's when we got to have a real conversation. It's like, like, look, man, I know you just mess around. Listen, man, I know you just hit that. Yeah. Like, what's up? Like, let, me, let me take it out for a test drive. Like, and, and you know, you got to gauge. Yeah, I'm a trip. That's me. <laughs> That's me right now, bro. <laughs> look, you in a new relationship way over here. <laughs> That's what questions me. It's like, you and something else over here. Yeah. Why are you worried about this other piece that you used to mess with four years ago? You've been with your girl for four years. <laughs> Why you gotta go over there, man? You, you know happy. I still feel so. Yeah, yeah, you happy over here. You fucked your up. New relationship. You know You ain't shit, man. You ain't shit. Your man call you, and now it's all bad. Yeah, I just don't get that. So then that goes to bring me to ask the question again: What is the expiration date? You just set an example. You said four years down the road, you call like, "Hey, I'm thinking about taking so and so out on some the dates." Expiration date is when you get married. Okay, that's the that's the clear. Okay. That's like because you can't get mad. Let them like find the out. Clear you got line, mad. like the clear line is you get married, right? Yeah. To another girl. Ooh, it's the it's next a free clear agent line. Out here. The next line where it gets a little more gray is like you you're in a relationship and you're happy. You've been together for at least a year yeah. with your new girl, and you're not. And it doesn't look like you're slowing down. No got trouble it. at home. Full steam ahead. You good. You're yeah. one. You just powering through. Like right now, when my girl. Yeah. Or beyond your I'm not everything's great. Yeah. So that then like if you call me and you just talk about a girl like I went on a few dates with. Yeah. Did a Netflix and chill or something. Hey, what's up, JK, man? You know I want to talk to you about this. Now fair enough. Give me a little <laughs> notice. <laughs> just show up at the next function. She's just there. Hey, what's hey, up, JK? Look who I ran this into. Is Susie. Man. Susie's here with me. Let me holler at you, man. Come over here. Let me holler at you. So What's you're up, not man? Even gonna tell your man's nothing, huh? You just gonna 
that conversation off in the corner, right? Gonna bring her, bring her through to the the crew function. <laughs> you gotta take up somewhere where the music ain't too loud, so yes. y'all can hear each other. Yeah, listen, man. Let me listen, man. Why would you do that? <laughs> That's it, right there. So there, so okay. So there is an expiration date. I think so. And the legit one is when you get married. That's the clearest date. But here's where it gets a little weird too. Oh boy. What if it was the, the What if you were in the swinging? Like, come <laughs> no, on, dog. No, no. <laughs> what if she was the high school sweetheart or something like that? You married, but she's the high school sweetheart. So what? <sighs> Move on. You got a ring on your finger, man. You're done. <laughs> That would be the argument. Like, <laughs> bitch, you give me that. That's mine now. Because <laughs> I shut up. Because look, as soon as he gets salty, I'm like, a word? <laughs> Sit up real quick. A word? You got a ring? Yeah, man. You married? You you made it official? You, you know got that's my kids? high school sweetheart, though. So what? Marry her then. <laughs> you didn't marry I her. I can't marry her. I'm married over here <laughs> Exactly. Now. Are you happy? Yeah, yeah, I'm happy. Well, then shut up. We're done here. Beating these yams tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna I'm gonna go home and enjoy that. You ain't oh, even hell know. It. No. <laughs> Bare knuckle fight right there. You, that's what you just gonna start wrapping your hand. But I'm just saying. I mean, and and oh, this is man. all just obviously j- jokes. But <laughs> I, I mean, at some point you got to be like, look, man, you've been with you know yeah. your girl forever shit if you ma- look here's the other thing if you're married and you still tripping off a high school sweetheart yeah maybe you shouldn't be married yeah tell your wife that <laughs> peace yeah <laughs> call call your call your um uh, call your wife or sit down with your wife and say yo you know renee asks if i wanted you know if it was okay if he started dating my my high school, school sweetheart. And I'm feeling some type of way. She'd be like, what? Personally off. Oh, And then God. that's when you start getting that earful and <laughs> sleeping on the and couch. You deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I look, man, if you're not happy or, you know, if you're worried. Yeah. Like, at some point, you should be like, everything in the past. Like, you can have all of them. Yeah. I'm good over here. And if I'm not good, you know what? I probably should be pushing forward anyway. Yeah. You know. That's a lot of relationships that gone tarnished between the homies. It's always, Man. it's always, it's, I mean, I'm not, I love women. I'm not saying all women bad or nothing like that, but you know, like, like Cleopatra done brought down a whole <laughs> empire. Oh my God, he went to historical. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I know, I forget which empire, but one of them back there mm-hmm, on, on the mm-hmm, other side. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm saying, like, that has, you know, um, torn relationships between men before you know it's like such a territorial thing and wars have started over women yeah man guaranteed so whoa <laughs> you know what that's i think that's a good point <laughs> to end it on yes it's just wars have been started over women mm-hmm. you guys have power ladies and you don't know superpower it. you ain't even know it um yeah. anyways man thank you again thank you thank you as always yes for checking us out tell a friend Tell them. That's all you need to do. Info at watercoolerpodcast.com. That's the email. The website is watercoolerpodcast.com. Uh, we got Facebook. We have Twitter. At watercoolerpod is our Twitter. And also our Instagram. Same deal. Um, we're getting started with a YouTube page. Yeah, I was about to say. You tell know, them about the new stuff. We, we're, we're working on it. 
We got yeah. We're gonna get up the first video probably with within the week, and we'll try to blast it out on all our, yep. our social media sites, and we'll tell all our friends. Y'all I mean, really, it it's just us being able to to just create more content and just get as much. We're trying to get trying to grow this thing a little bit. So mm-hmm. that's that, man. But thank you for checking us out. We'll see you again next week. No doubt. Take care. Peace. Peace.